All right, Shaggy. So on today's episode of Locked On Avalanche, realistic expectations for the 2023-2024 season and the Colorado Avalanche. From this past season, who was maybe our biggest and most pleasant surprise? And are we going to have to hear Sidney Crosby to the Avalanche all season long? I hope not. New episode of Locked On Avalanche. Coming at you. Your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. Always appreciated. I'm Chris Maselli. With me as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. Uh, make sure you follow us on our social media outlets, LLP and underscore Avalanche on Twitter, Locked on Avalanche on Instagram. Questions, comments, concerns, and opinions, Locked on Avalanche at gmail.com. Follow us on our YouTube channel over on YouTube. Subscribe, get notified when a new show goes live. And why not subscribe to our subtext where you can chat with Kyle and I one-on-one. Link to that in the show notes below. All right, sir. So we're going to jump into uh, a lot of kind of uh, interesting and fun, maybe pressing topics for the Avalanche. A little bit of both, a little bit of uh, looking back into this past season and looking ahead to next season. And uh, a lot of these questions came from Instagram, put up a, a mailbag up up there and it was it was robust. There was a lot of people. I put this up the day after the season ended. So obviously emotions were high and you got, you know, a lot of people asking about what's going to happen with the avalanche and free agents. And you got a lot of new hook and Byram and which we just discussed in the previous yesterday's episode, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot going on and, and we'll, we'll get to as many as we can get to. If we got to spill this over into a couple episodes, we will, but um we can we can dive right in unless there's anything that you uh want to address before we talk about some of these topics um may the fourth be with you all yes exactly kyle and i uh big star wars fans so these are the droids you're looking for right here yeah (laughs) um i gotta go to uh to the disney shop they always put a new disney key up and I usually yeah. purchase that thing uh, every year, and along with other stuff. I don't know. I'll have to look see what's up there this year. Yeah, they got the <clears> new <throat> Jedi Young Adventures show that my kids are very excited about. Yes, that starts today, May yep. the fourth. Yes, which is so like we all know how that's going to end. Which is <laughs> not Order sixty six. I think they're going <laughs> to change the ending of that. Uh, but yeah, so um, all right, we, we could literally be locked on Star Wars today and I'd be fine with that. But <laughs> uh, we'll stick to the uh, the task at hand or the team at hand. Yeah, and we'll, we'll talk about some of these uh, really good questions. So uh, do you want to start with the past season or do you want to look forward? Yeah, I, you know what? Well, let's address some of that uh, that we just endured. Well, it's and it's not in a bad way. It's not in a bad way. So uh, this comes from uh, Matt DH182. I have to think that's a Blink-182 reference. Um, and he asked, who, who was your standout, surprise standout player for this past season? Honestly, it, and I might... do want to say is where you jump in. We will be doing grades. We'll yes. probably start that next week where, where I will post on uh, Twitter. I can't do polls on Instagram. 
Um, but I think you can on YouTube. So on, on the community tab for YouTube, we can do that. So um, I don't know how we, how do no, I can do polls on Instagram. I put it up in the story. Yeah. Yep. Duh. So there we go. So if you're on, whether you follow us on no matter what social media, um, we will do start be doing grades for probably next week. We'll start that. So go ahead. What's your surprise? Surprise uh, standout from this past season. Honestly, it's, it's a softball now. I did not anticipate Yorgiev being the caliber of goalie that we got going in. Um, so where our friendship was tested over this guy and then, um, and our friendship was tested, uh, when you decided to wear a devil's Jersey yeah, in, hey, in yesterday's episode, but well, hey, choose better teams in the East, Chris. Um, <laughs> it's no, but he, he honestly has, he kept us in that series that we endured. He kept mm-hmm. us in many games and with all the injuries and everything, the avalanche endured, he was the, the solid rock. The avalanche just kind of rested on this year. Yeah, that's that, that's the one that your mind immediately goes to when someone asks you <clears throat> who's the surprise player of the year. I, I would I would say I, I'll give you <clears throat> let me see I'll give you three. Okay, I would say he would be my number one. <clears throat> right, number two, um, I would say JT Comfer. Mm-hmm. I don't think people really expected that kind of season from him mainly because he never even came close yeah. to what he had for this year. And and that'll be uh you know, I think that's going to be an easy a for him when we, when we do get to, we do those alphabetically by the way. Um, but where, let me get to, cause I want to make sure I got it. I think it was at 52 points for the season. Yeah. 52 points, um, 17 goals, 35 assists. So, and before that his high was 33. So, I mean, he beat his, his career high by a mile and he needed to, we needed someone like him to step up. So I think that was a a pleasant surprise. And lastly, in in some weird way, I can say Miko Rantanen. Interesting. Not because we didn't think he could put up numbers like that. We kind of did, but um, he, let me get to his card here real quickly. Because, you know, he his first 100-point season, obviously. And he's been in that – before that, he last year had a 92-point season. Um, and early on in his career, he touched 80 twice. But, um, you know, I th- this was his, his best season by far. Yeah. So it's not like a surprise. It was like, wow, I didn't see this coming. Um, I think it's more of like it, – it, it's, yeah, his best season ever – um, is is kind of a it's it's a good surprise. I'm not trying to put a downturn on it at all, and that he's not capable of doing that. But um, with all the injuries that the Avalanche had this year, and obviously the focus was on him for every opponent, to for him to still put up those numbers is incredibly impressive. And that's interesting. Like you're two and three, I have a completely different two and three, and mm-hmm. Miko being at three is not really that surprising. Like. Before the season even started, one of your hot takes was Miko Ranton and could be in the running for the heart. Yeah. And I mean, is he going to be in the top three? I don't think so. But he put up a caliber of season. If Boston didn't exist and a couple other things didn't exist this year, like injuries, like avalanche injuries, if the avalanche were a a relatively healthy team, he's, you know, 
Nathan McKinnon, he probably beats Nathan McKinnon. He could, he could beat Nathan yeah. McKinnon in points if he had a full team that and, and the focus wasn't – to do what he did when the focus was always on him, it was great. It's impressive. So what are, what are your other two? Uh, Evan Rodriguez at number two. Absolutely. Yeah. Like he went from a nice pickup to, my goodness, I'm so glad he's a member of the Avalanche. Yeah. I and really number, th- number three was Dennis Mulligan. Yeah. Went from – um, let's look this guy up on hockey, hockeypedia. Let's look up his hockey DB stats. And then where has this guy been? And look at this guy's speed. Yeah. Yep. And, and he's going to be, uh, we'll see what they do with him. He's going to be a RFA, um, with arbitration rights. So I, they, they have his rights. So I, I don't think he's going to go anywhere, but he's, we were talking yesterday, like for some of these restricteds and, um, and even, even UFAs that they bring in what's the dollar amount and what's the term. So I kind of want to see what, what they offer him. Yep. So I think he, he's good. He's one that I would like to see stick around for a few years. Cause I thought he did very, very well. So yeah, he did. those are, those are three good ones. Um, <clears throat> why don't we, uh, we'll take a, a quick break and we'll come back uh, with more of these questions and we'll definitely talk about next season. And like I teased in the beginning, we got a lot of people asking about Sidney Crosby. Never heard of those. Temper those expectations, people. Please, please. Uh, But first, this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. And if you're looking for a delicious snack, but don't want all the sugar and calories, then you need to buy. You need to buy and taste the best protein bar literally ever. And now those are Built Bars. You got to try them. And if you're like me and like Kyle, you want to make healthier snack choices, but you don't want to compromise on taste. Well, we have just the thing, Built Bars and Built Bar Puffs. And Built Bars are healthy and they taste amazing. And why do they taste so good? Well, starter for starters, they are covered in 100% real dark chocolate. And they come in incredibly delicious flavors like churro, peanut butter, peanut butter puff, or excuse me, peanut butter puff brownie, uh, and cookies and cream. And Kyle, I told you not to check their website because they have a limited edition flavor up there right now. And I hesitate to tell you what it is because I feel you're just going to log off and run and go get it and not finish this episode with me. You ready? You ready for it? Bring it. It is animal cookie. Oh, my. Basically animal cracker flavored. Come on now, people. That is a limited edition flavor. So I don't think that one's going to hang around for too long. It's not. I don't believe it's a puff. I think it's your regular bar. No. So, uh, animal cookie built bar. Kyle's art. Right, look at him. Yeah, if keep, look, keep he, telling the wonderful people about com. these built bars. I'm about he's to order going some. there right now and ordering, and he's probably putting in that locked on or locked 15 code right now, and you get 15% off of your order. I think he seriously is ordering right now. Do I look like he's a joking like, man? <laughs> I, just, I just saw the screen uh, shine up on his face. Wow. All right. Uh, so yeah, go get that bad boy. Cause that won't last for too long. And if you want to get uh, some other flavors, definitely go into your local Sam's or Walmart and uh, bring home a box of built bars today. All right. <clears throat> Order in. It's in my cart. It's... <laughs> All right. Uh, let's jump back into some of these questions. So we'll go in. We, we did last year in terms of uh, players who we thought, had a surprising season, good season. So what's his name? Juju B 4393 
asks, realistic expectations for the 2023-2024 Avalanche season. Can they win the Cup next year? Go for it. You know, it's there's a lot of variables. But again, with that core, that yeah. immediately puts you in the upper half of the division. Yep. And you also, you don't know what the Stanley Cup's going to look like. Uh, we were talking, I think on Monday's episode, like if the Avalanche would have continued on this path, mm-hmm. it could have been a possible sweep in the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't matter who the representative is in the West. Could that possibly still be the case? And would that be enough to shift power in the West? So you mm-hmm. don't know what the West is going to look like, but if you have a healthy everybody hear that word that h word we haven't used a lot this year yeah healthy core you're automatically in the top three of the central maybe top five of the west it's such a difficult question to answer right now because we've been saying for the past few episodes you know this team is going to look very different next year um so it's tough to answer it because of that um, obviously when free agency dies down and the draft is over and you kind of get the, the semblance of what your team is going to be, then you can answer that with more of a detailed answer, but because they asked the question and we are where we are, I'll, I'll, I'll answer. It. And I think you hit on some good points. The, when you, when you have the, the, the guys you have locked up, you have your, your, your top tier guys locked up. Yeah, you're always in the discussion. You always will be. As long as Nathan McKinnon is part of this team, as long as Kale McCarr is part of this team, as long as Miki Renton is part of this team, <clears throat> you're going to be in that discussion. So for, for, for that aspect, yes. Now you got to see what the what the other what the you know all the all the Robins to their Batman are. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, but even without having those guys signed, whoever they may be. I mean, the Avalanche will be in the discussion. Will they be the favorite? Maybe not. Maybe not. But will they be in this discussion? Yeah, I think they will be. And and I know we're we're sitting here as Avalanche fans looking our wounds that the season is over. But look around. There's going to be 31 other teams doing the same. Not too much time. And there are going to be teams that say, you know what? We just don't have the core like the Avalanche do. They don't mm-hmm. have the core to do it. They'll blow up the team. They'll add a couple pieces here and there. Power is going to shift. Power is going to drop. Like Suter's already been fired in Calgary. Like the moves yeah. are they're they're being they're already made. happening. They're already so happening. power will be shifted. So with all of that, those variables around you, you're still confident in the core that Colorado has. Definitely, definitely. So, and that, and honestly, as a fan, like that's all I really want. Like, yeah, if you have the best team going in, that's always nice, right? Um, but, but being a fan of any team, you always want to be in that conversation yeah. of being able to, you know, you know, that they're always going to be in the discussion of they can make a run. So you know, being, being the, the top team, the Avs had that, they, they had that title for a few years. They had it going into this year. Look at Boston. People, yeah. Yeah. I and mean, Boston's going to be, that's going to be an interesting team to watch for next year too. Yeah. So, um, even heading into the playoffs, According to FanDuel, our, our good friends at FanDuel, next to Boston, the Avs had the best odds to, to, to go to the Stanley Cup and win it again. So I don't know. Like You have to see how things will change with this team. But like I said, 
being a fan of a team that's in the discussion, you know, that makes me happy. Oh, yeah. So, um, let's see here. We got – it's just a bunch of letters. I don't, I don't really think it spells anything in his name. Um, R-Y-N-B-V-R-S. Ryan Beavers. There you go. Uh, is it Ryan Beavers? Ryan Beavers? Yeah, uh, he's a YouTube well, commenter. If that's uh, – I don't know if that's his full name or that's what we're calling him then, I guess. You're now my friend. Yeah. <laughs> um, just for fun, early speculation, which guys do you think played their last game in an abs sweater? We kind of touched on this a little bit the other day. We were talking about uh, UFAs and kind of guessing who would be back and who wouldn't be back, but maybe uh, make make a prediction that I'm going to hold you to for the rest of your life right now. Um, EJ. Okay. Helm. Okay. De- <laughs> who? Jack Johnson. A lot of people think he's going to come back at a low number. Like we, we were talking the other day. Well, he's got to come back at a low number. He's not, he's not going to come in at a high number. Um, <laughs> when we were saying, <clears throat> talking about both of them, EJ and JJ, we were saying like, well, you don't want two guys at that age, both playing on your defensive unit, which, but is one of them. Okay. You know, I don't think you want both of them. And if one of them, which one would you want, man, it's weird to say this, but I thought Jack Johnson maybe played a little bit better than Eric Johnson. And was Eric Johnson, not a healthy scratch late in the season, but because there was injuries, he was like a last minute addition. Was that not game one? It was either game one or, or like the last game of the season. I can't remember right now, but it, yeah, it, it happened. It was, it was not that long ago. We'll say that. Yeah. He was a healthy scratch. Eric Johnson was. So yeah, I think, I think maybe you've probably seen his last day in an avalanche uniform, which is upsetting, but I think, I think you're done with the, the aged players after you've seen the speed that Seattle has, I don't think you can get older and slower and make it in this league anymore. Yeah, and and for Eric Johnson, that's definitely true. Oddly enough, I don't think it was true for Darren Helm. Darren Helm still had the speed. Um, Now it's just the injury part. And he's 36 years old, going on 37. Well, he won't be 37 until January. So he's 36, just non-stop injuries for him last year <laughs> he was a seasonal employee he yeah, wasn't even was part-time so uh, yeah I'm, I'm with you on the eric johnson i'm not 100 percent sold on the jack johnson one um because I, I just have an outside feeling that he, he he could potentially be back um i i think helm has um and who was the other one that you threw out there? Uh, I had both Johnsons. I had <clears throat> Helm. I think that was it, right? Yeah. What about I was Cogliano? On the, I was on the fence about Cogliano, but I don't think he wants to go out like that. Yeah, and he's another one. He's 35 going on 36. So uh, do you, how many of these guys do you keep? Like the abs used to be like the youthful team. Yeah. And now they are kind of like in that middle of the road team, but they got a lot of aged veterans. <laughs> And I think, man, like how many do you want to get rid of all of them? But you gotta, you, you might have to cut ties with a few of them. So, 
Avalanche, you spell Avalanche with two A's, and you also have AARP. <laughs> so it's a good question, and it's uh, it's definitely one that there's going to be going to be a few. Yeah. Going to be a few. Um. All right. Let's talk. Well, let's let's fill in a break here, and then we'll we'll bring up the last one. Thanks, Biz Nasty, for bringing this up. So, all right. All right, let's get to it. Why not? Let's just do it right now. So we got uh, the, this is from Love Them Broncos. Let's <clears throat> Yeah, Biz Nasty uh, seems to think the Avs trade for Sidney Crosby. What would uh, the Avs need to give up in order to make that work? <laughs> Half of the team that you don't have right now. It, like all of those UFAs that you don't have signed, just give them the, to Pittsburgh. And like, no, nah, I, I don't see how this works. I, I, Crosby, I don't have their, he, he's making like almost nine. I think he's like making, I'll bring it up. But I just, um, first I, of all, first of all, Pittsburgh has never said they want to get rid of him. Uh, Sidney Crosby has never said he wants to leave there. So uh, this is all just, uh, I, I think this is, Biz just doing he makes 8.7. That should be easy to remember. Is his number. Um, <clears throat> I think this is him just wanting to bring shock value to something and, and throw something out on social media or when he was on TNT. And and then now what happens? People just flock to it like piranhas. And now I mean, we we're gonna have to hear this anyway, but I think because Pittsburgh missing the playoffs last year for the first time in in, in Crosby's career. Everybody thinks they're just going to blow that up, and that includes getting rid of Sidney Crosby. I don't see it happening this year, not at all. Well, I know they've cleaned house um, in management, got rid mm-hmm. of. They, they're doing the clean out there. You don't know if Gino's going to stay around. You don't know what the rest of that team's going to look like. Does Sid, the kid, want to stay around and pass the baton like Super Mario did to him? You don't know, but that's all Sidney Crosby's deal. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, we're locked on Avalanche here. And yep. for the Avalanche to make sense of this, th- there honestly is no, I don't understand why they would want to do this. Like, why would you bring oh, on? No, no, I, I would do it. <laughs> no, I, if yeah. you're paying him like $3 million, you have a team to put together. I We're not in the business of going out and, landing the big guys we got a team to put together with not that much money to do it with right i mean it would have to be you get a third team involved a hundred percent where the where pittsburgh keeps 50 percent, the other team keeps 25 it would have to be that you cannot take on that contract i mean or even if if, if pittsburgh kept half i mean if if, if pittsburgh kept half and another team kept 25 that's that's the jackpot if Pittsburgh could, would only keep half, that obviously brings you the four range. That's doable. <clears throat> but it's not the the contract. It's not the money so much. It, it is. It always is. I think you could make you could figure out the money. It's what Pittsburgh would want in return for him that the Avs just wouldn't touch with a 20-foot pole. Because you're going to have to give up a ton. You're going to have to give up draft capital like you wouldn't believe. You're going to have to give up prospects like you wouldn't believe. And maybe even a current roster player or two. And no, they're not going to take Alex Newhook. 
I know a lot of people are probably thinking that you don't give <laughs> Kyle raises his hand. They are not taking a prospect like Alex Newhook. Bo Byram, that's who would they would they would ask for without you know, him. And I'm not giving him up for 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 Crosby, who's got what three, four years left in the tank. <clears throat> I was all eager about shooting this one down, but the same manner that we answer the question of how did the avalanche look going into next season? Do they have a chance for the cup? I'm going to reserve my hundred percent lockdown answer to the Sidney mm-hmm. Crosby question until we hear from Gabe Landeskog. You, you might be onto something there. Like I, it, if he okay. says, Hey, I'm going under the knife again, this season might be up for grabs, but I might be back the year after or something i'm completely done with the game of hockey my body just can't hold up anymore mm-hmm. that is when things get interesting and the Sidney crosby question makes a little bit more sense it makes a lot more sense because it would be yeah uh, so what are you saying with let me ask you what are you saying with with landis just another year or his career what honestly at this point i i think the career is on the line with the conversations and the scuttlebutts around it. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we're waiting on. I, are we going to do another mm-hmm. surgery? Is it worth the wait? Cause he's also putting this in mind. Like, are we going to do another year of missing? I, well, I, I, I think you can get to the career conversation <clears throat> if he does miss another year, right? If he misses another year with, with the same, for the same reason, then you have to start asking questions like, is that thing ever going to heal? Yeah. I think that's a fair question to ask when that time comes, if that time comes, if, if he, if he's out for a second consecutive year. <clears throat> and I think when, if he doesn't start the season on time, people are going to be asking that question immediately. And I think that's a little bit premature. Well, I give him, give him the season. <laughs> I know that's a lot to ask before you start going down that road, but, Go ahead, continue. We've heard that he wasn't going to be joining the team for the playoffs. We never heard a he is going to be fresh as a daisy for the regular no. season. Yeah, like you've never heard a uh, when we will see him. We know when we mm-hmm. won't, but not when we will. Right. But the thing is, like, he's not going to announce like I'm I'm retiring at any point during the next hockey season i don't i don't feel like that's coming I, he's he's gonna try like hell to get back out on that ice so i don't think that's coming let's just say it does happen that's seven million gone because he's retired so you sure then you can go do something yeah. fun and exciting maybe like go get a Sidney crosby but again this goes back to pittsburgh pittsburgh is not yeah are they retooling a little bit sure they missed the playoffs they have to Sidney Crosby is a part of that retooling. You're not going to get rid of Sidney Crosby and part of their retooling. He is the face of that franchise, and he is one of the faces of the NHL. He brings in so much money for that franchise and the league. They're not going to give that up, and they're not going to give it up for, for a prospect, even if it was Bo Byram. And please don't start running around saying like, oh, Lockdown Avalanche said trade Bo Byron for Sidney Crosby. No. If you do, that was Chris. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm throwing out the hypotheticals here. Uh, even if you did do that, 
Bo Byram is nowhere near can can be the face of a franchise like Sidney Crosby is and has been has been his entire career. I I, I get it, and 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 the connection clearly is because of Crosby and McKinnon and their friendship. That doesn't mean if if the if Pittsburgh does want to get rid of him, he's coming to Colorado. <laughs> Pittsburgh's going to do what's best for their franchise. Not yeah. just put Sidney Crosby with his buddy. <laughs> yeah, because if we were going off friendship alone, Tyson Berry would have been one of those that came back to get that the band back. back together. They exactly. he still hangs out with Nate all the time. Yeah, right, hundred percent. So it, it, it it's their business decisions here, and it's not it doesn't revolve around friendship. So I I, I don't see it happening this year. I've always said I I and I and not, this isn't just about Sidney Crosby. I feel it's about like a lot of athletes if they get to the end of their career and you know, they, it, it, it's, they only have a, a year or two left, like, and, and Crosby's won championship. So it wouldn't, he wouldn't be leaving yeah. for a championship. He'd be leaving because if Pittsburgh's on, on the outs and they're in a decline, Hey, put me somewhere where I, I can go win another one. Maybe that's when you might start seeing chirpings of Crosby to Colorado or anywhere else. And at that time, which is probably three, four years from now, we don't know where the Avalanche are going to be. We're hoping that they're still going to be relevant. They should be with all the guys that they have in our contract, but we have no idea. So uh, it, it, you're, this this talk will never go away until Sidney Crosby retires. It will not go away. And if Pittsburgh starts out poorly and they've had a poor season, it's only going to get amplified. And I just don't see it happening this year or next year or the year after that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to hold off on that. I'm, I'm starting to warm up to it. Even the more it marinates. I'll say I, I wouldn't be against it. I am not, I, I, I would be totally for it. Um, but I just don't think Pittsburgh's in that state of mind right now. They, they know what they have in him and he's a generational player and he continues to be, even if he's, his numbers aren't what they used to be, but they stick or they're close. He's still producing very, very much. So I, uh, it's one of those things where I think for a lot of as fans, it's a pipe dream right now, but we'll hold on to it. We'll hold on to it. So, all right. Um, that's going to wrap it up for this episode. I, I we're, we're going to try to get it together. We might be doing a crossover with our good friend, Mr. Adam Denker from locked on lightning. Why not do a crossover with the two teams that were in the cup final last year and we're out in the first round. What went wrong for these two teams? Why, why not join in the misery with uh, Mr. Denker? So I think I think that might be coming Friday. We'll see. Uh, but that's going to wrap it up for today's episode, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in and making it your first listen of the day. We always appreciate that. He's Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli. This is the Locked On Avalanche Podcast. We'll see you guys later. Go, Abs, Go! Go!